Hi, everyone, and welcome to an all-new episode of the MV Podcast. I'm Trana, your host for the night. Um, this is actually our last episode of the season, and I just want to take a quick moment to thank everyone that's been tuning in every week, to everyone that has subscribed on iTunes and left us ratings and comments. We appreciate it so, so much. Um, I think it's wonderful that we're ending on Valentine's Day. And of course, this week, like every other, I'm joined by three incredible ladies. Um, so how about you each just introduce yourselves, your name, where you're from, whatever you want to say to get things started. I guess I'll go first. <laughs> Let the ginger go first. Um, well, I'm Lauren Phillips, and I am based in LA, but I'm originally from New Jersey, born and raised, and I... I don't know. I started out as a cam girl. I've been doing it for five years. And then I saved up money, moved to LA, and have been doing, I guess, hardcore porn for almost three years now. Wow. Yeah. Exciting. My name is Scarlett Lavu. Um, I was born in Florida, but I spent most of my life in Finland. And I just moved to LA about two months ago. Um, I've been a cam girl since April of last year, so quite a while, and I've been on many vids, I think, since like May of last year. Yeah. Sweet. Welcome to the podcast. Thank you. Um, and I'm Alex Lavelle, and I've actually now been in the adult film industry for two and a half years. I've actually never done camming, so I'm learning a lot about it right now. <laughs> um, but I started out with just scenes, and yeah, I've been been shooting for two and a half years and loving it, so... Sweet. Well, we're happy to have all of you here tonight. I'm so excited. Um, to get started, we do have a special gift from ManyVids on this beautiful Aww. Valentine's Day. So a rose for each of you. Aww. Thank Aww. you guys so much. Happy Valentine's happy Day, Valentine's Day to everyone at home as well. Happy Valentine's Day. How do you all feel about Valentine's Day? Is it a significant day for you? Is it meaningless? Let's just get right into it. I love Valentine's Day. Like... Um, I don't think it's just about having a lover because I think in my eyes that like everyone around me is my lover. Like I am like super excited just to be with a good friend of mine and meeting someone new and just enjoying each other and, and kind of respecting each other and loving who we are as a person. I love that. I love that too. She's so sweet. I love it. This is Alex, by the way, talking again. Um, so honestly, like as much as I adore Lauren, I'm like completely polar opposite. I She's opposite. Stand, I cannot stand Valentine's Day for the most part. Like I just don't think that like, okay, I love seeing other people in love. I love love. Love is beautiful with other people. Um, but not for you. But not for me. I feel like it's like, Why? like I'm the type of person where I start to make fake gagging noises when a romantic like movie comes on right. and I'm like, this is repulsive. I have to change the channel. It's so cheesy. And like in real life, it's beautiful because it's not cheesy to see it in other people. But like, I am not, I feel the opposite. I feel like I can handle it in the movies. Yeah. And sometimes it's kind of fun, but when I see it in real life, I'm like, <laughs> no, I can't. But were you, did you always feel that way? Of course not. I think, um, as a young girl, like I'm talking like, like middle school and right. how <laughs> young are you talking about? Yeah, I'm talking really young. Um, I definitely liked, you know, I liked little boys and stuff. I also liked little girls, but I didn't realize really that I was liking little girls right. at that time. But um, I've always been attracted equally to both men and women. And it's funny because like, as soon as I really started to like realize I was having like sexual feelings and stuff, I was always more like 
that took over the animal side of me, I guess, mm-hmm. more than like, oh, I want to be married and have kids. And like, I'm not against that one day, maybe, but it's more about like my logic always overpowers my maternal instinct in right. the end. So it's like, it's not like I'm like, I hate kids or, you know, all that, but it's really about like, I want to focus on me while I'm young and accomplish things I want to accomplish. And then maybe if the timing is right, I'll have those yeah. things. It's but. funny. It's like you have a head for business, but a body for sin. Totally. <laughs> I was actually really scared for Valentine's Day because I'm actually single and I was scared that it would get to me for being alone and seeing everyone else like right. in love. And my plan was to just be home and watch Netflix with my dog. And I get invited here and I kind of learned that Valentine's Day is a day you should love yourself. Like yes. if you don't have anyone else, love yourself. Like Yes, that's the yeah, message. That's totally good. Exactly. Like, that's more of my message. I guess you said it so much more eloquently. <laughs> no, I think you both said it perfectly. <laughs> great. Yeah. Uh yeah. I really I all think of you. that like <laughs> I know I love Lauren so much. Lauren was so funny earlier because we were talking and then I was saying the same thing basically, like, you know, I'm not about love. And she's like, I love you. What are you talking about? You have people who love you. Like I think there's love in your it. life. Yeah. Right? Yeah. I think like in my mind, there's so many different parts of love. Yes. Like yeah. there's so many different types of love. So when I think of love, I don't think of like being with a partner or something mm. like that. I think of just the happiness that's just in my life. Yeah. yeah. Like I have my best friend who's basically like my porn wifey and it's literally legit like that. And <laughs> she, I like, I love her and I love my bestie and I, I you know, I love my kitty. It's like, it's just like, right. <gasps> well, yeah, I think like it's unfortunate and also strange that our culture and our society elevates romantic love and that mm-hmm. idea of romantic partner above all other kinds of love and totally. i don't think that's true yeah. at all i think all love is equal i know? agree different but different equal. yeah but equal agree but, and i think that that's why like scarlett you mentioned thinking that today you might kind of you know being single feeling like oh, i'm gonna see all these people and i'm gonna <clears> kind of feel lonely or whatever it is and i think that's like part of this weird trap that we're in that we yeah. think that that's like the greatest form of love but it's not and also Personally, I mean, I don't know what the actual statistic is, but I'm personally <laughs> estimating it. I think like eighty-five percent <laughs> of romantic relationships are completely unhealthy. I'm oh, totally like, sure. No, mm-hmm. I think kind of like society kind of pushes us to have to be like, oh, if you're, you should be in a relationship. Or mm-hmm. it's just like I, I see so many different relationships all the time, and it's so awesome. Like I was just talking to a girl about she's in a polyamorous relationship and it's mm-hmm. so intriguing to me like of course i'm like asking her a ton of questions <laughs> but like it's how i was too first time right mm-hmm. and like but the, the problem is is like at the end of the day it doesn't have to just be a relationship is whatever you make it mm-hmm. yeah totally. whatever that's that preach preach yeah. woman <laughs> that's I, totally true i love you <laughs> i couldn't agree more and it's just i don't know i still i guess i shouldn't find it surprising but i just i still do find it surprising that at this point in time so many of us even young people like in their 20s are still thinking so conventionally mm-hmm. i so, completely like, inside agree. the box like i see like these 20 year old couples that are like cute and hot and they're living and like 70 year old retirees yeah oh my gosh you know, I, like they're yeah. like they're just yep, conforming so to this idea of like heteronormativity and that to me seems so stifling and i'm just like i just want more for people yeah but i realize that even when you want more for people they don't want that mm-hmm. for themselves it's, it's like they don't know them. yeah they don't know so it's not like in the, in this thing like 
It's like, you don't know what you don't know. Right. Yeah. And it's they, in their world, that's like the norm. Right. It's just like, that's exactly we, my point though. Right? That's exactly the same point I was making is that it's like, you know, for me, it's like, if I, I've learned how I've focused the past seven years of my life, just learning how to like love and appreciate myself yeah. and building up every inch of me to be the best version of me to the yeah. point that I learned, like if I were to die tomorrow, five months from now, you know, however many years oh, from now, 80 years old, now. like I'm going, if I'm 80 year old woman and I die and I'm, I'm, I don't have children or a husband, like I know I could still say even tomorrow if I died, I lived a really happy, healthy life better than a majority of the world gets to live. Yeah. And like, I don't need to have, I have family and I have friends and I have um, myself. I love myself. I love, I'm okay with being alone. It's yeah. like, I experience life in more ways than most people ever get to. So exactly. how can I complain? You know? Oh my gosh. For the longest time, I was so scared to be alone because of the social norm and the fear of being lonely. Mm -hmm. And recently I've come in the last few months to learn to love being alone and to love treating myself right and taking care of myself. And that's something that I think everyone should learn to like love. Totally. Yeah. Yeah. I, I think, think that's so what Valentine's should be about. It's just yeah. not trying to be day, with somebody, but just to love day. somebody. Yeah. It's just, just to love yourself. Yeah, but also love. have a lot of sex with whoever the heck you want to have sex <laughs> yeah. with. And don't For feel sure. like you need to be in love with them just to have sex with them. Because oh. that's not always the case. <laughs> so um, what do you normally <laughs> 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 Oh my God. Yes. That's very well said. I mean, it should be a sexy day. I mean, every day yeah. should be a sexy day. Right? Should be, yeah. Do you feel like that? If you the want case it to be. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. Do you feel like that's the case for each of you? Because obviously you are, you know, working in this industry and you put in so many hours every day into the idea of being sexy and, and presenting that and sharing that like, is it actually still sexy for you? Yes, absolutely. I was going to say it depends <laughs> oh my on God. the girl. You get a completely different answer from everyone. I think. I think it, I think it just depends. Yeah, like, it depends on the girl um, too. Like my casual day, like I like taking like selfies and stuff like that. You know, oh, 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 oh yeah. But like, I don't know. Do you consider sweatpants and tank top yeah, sexy? Sometimes mm. it can be. <laughs> I really you, like the, the feeling her, of sexy. Everybody's different. I think like there are girls that like do it. There's like different mm -hmm. levels. Like it was almost like a scale of one to ten. Like there's some women that I've met that they literally every inch of them from head to toe is perfected every minute of every day. They're in right. their phones right. every day mm -hmm. and that's what they live, eat, breathe, sleep, sex. Like that's what they do. And brilliant to them because I would like, I would lose my mind. I couldn't do it. It's so much work. <laughs> it is a lot of work. It's yeah. so you much can do it. But I feel like the fantasy though, that I live like for, you have to understand, I, as like a, a porn star, we're fantasy. Yeah. Mm -hmm. We're a character. Now that to me, is very sexy because okay. I remember when I wasn't important and I never I didn't have the confidence I have now and I I thought like I could never I'm like oh that's a fantasy girl right. you know I never thought I could be like that but now I am the fantasy and that to me is very sexy I think that's, that's really cool. cool I want to talk about that more um that idea of you know when you're younger and when you're in this part of your life where you don't have that total self-confidence or mm -hmm. total self-love but sort of seeing examples of the kind of person that you want to be or the way that you want to be in the world and then making it happen. Totally. It's so exactly. inspiring. Absolutely. So for you, like, what was that trajectory? Like, what did that look like going from that girl looking at these porn stars or just sexually empowered women and being like, I want to be like that to actually doing it? Well, when I was younger, like, it's so funny because you're having this kind of, like, when I was younger, for me, I was, you know, I'm from South Jersey. Like, it's very, like, redneck southern type thing so um 
I was very sexual talking about it. Like a lot of people talk to me. I used to sell sex toys at one point and I was very open and people would open up to me. But in my mind, when I looked at it, I just didn't think I could be somebody's fantasy. And it was in my mind, I wasn't, I was, I was battling with myself Mm -hmm. because with me, I've always been like this. I don't want to form to society. Yeah, Society can go fuck themselves. <laughs> That's how I've always been. Mm-hmm. So I always used to do it in my own little like way. But when I found porn, it's funny because it's one of my dancer friends, because I used to be a professional dancer, um, was like, you'd be so great as a porn star. And I was like, <laughs> oh. <laughs> And that's, and then, and then it just, you know, went from there and to see the confidence though, to see, I, I, but so was the confidence there when you started in porn or was it something that you acquired through doing? I, I, I grew into it. I think I, you know, you start out as like, how about we'll say instead of girl, because you go as a girl then you're kind of like a lady Mm -hmm. type feel. And I feel like I've gone into a woman now. Mm-hmm. Like I know my, we were just talking about this, like the photo shoot, right? Mm-hmm. I'm so confident in my photo shoots now because I know the angles of my body. I know my, the fa- how I want my face. It's just a learning experience right. and how to be confident. Like and that's that. the same for every single, mm-hmm. I mean, I used to describe it as um, like in a specific way, like in entertain entertainers in general, are like faced with like a mirror head on. It's like yeah. this mirror, You, if you want it, like it's like, it's not bad and it's not good. It's this thing and it's not bad or good, but it's like, if you grab it, be prepared to look in that mirror, mm-hmm. be prepared to see inside and outside. Cause this is all, you know, figurative, like who you are, exactly how you are at that time. And be prepared to be honest about it because you're gonna have to change a lot of those things cause you're yes. in the public eye. And if you're not, if you don't have the thick enough skin and nine out of ten, well, maybe this just, that's not a factual stat, right. yeah, but let's be just honest. Like eight, to ten, yeah. eight out of ten, nine out of ten people, they see that mirror even for a few minutes in their day or a few seconds in their day, and they run the opposite way from it. Right. Or if they, but in entertainment, you're forced in front of that mirror, and you can't run away. If you run away, everyone sees you run away, and that's called right. hitting the ground hard in front of everyone. Yeah, so I you think have that's to a choose. really interesting sort of image, that idea of like being in front of the mirror. So for you, like being confronted with this mirror yeah. image of yourself, what was the big takeaway for you? Like what's been the greatest thing that you've learned about yourself? I wouldn't say there's ever like one greatest thing. And again, that was the seven years of me focusing on building who I am. And it started before my adult career. But it um, is multiple things on a mental, emotional, physical, every level. Like, and actually... The one thing I've always had the most confidence in for myself was my physical appearance. Mm-hmm. Growing up, I was the hot girl, I was the popular girl because of the way I looked. I I grew tits in an ass when I was in fifth grade. <laughs> Lucky you. Oh, I fifth grade, I was being I'm called Jaden. <laughs> I was like a nerd So girl. it's not really <laughs> like all of that happening was like, that's like opposite than most people's experiences right, yes. in life. So for me, it was like I, was, I had anxiety issues and I was insecure about my emotional, my emotional state, my mental state, everything about me, I was very low confidence other than my physical appearance. Okay. Exactly so, same for me. Facing the first time mirror like, is, that's, yeah. that's, that's a big thing. Like, you know, so. It's, it's really awesome because I, I remember when we first met and it's great because I've seen her confidence change so much mm-hmm. anyway. Like just hearing her talk and being able to talk to, about things and like, you can tell when someone's confident because it's not that you know things, but you also absorb things. Right. Mm-hmm. And like, 
I totally see, like, when we first met. I met her. Like, she was literally one. Lauren Phillips is one of the first people I met when I got into porn oh two and a half years ago. Like, crazy. like one of the, and we didn't even know, by the way, like, we, at the last minute, I was like, I asked them, who am I going to be there with, at the loft with? And they're like, oh, this girl, that girl, and Lauren Phillips. And I was like, oh, my God, how cool is that? Like, I love Lauren. And so, yeah, she's seen me from the beginning. She's seen me in the middle. She's seen wow. me grow in my career. And she's been here longer than me. So she already knows what to expect. And Unfortunately, we see so many girls come and go, come and go, come right. and go that Revolving in the beginning, door. it's very easy. And unfortunately, I've been, I've, I'm, I'm guilty of it. You look at some of the girls and you're just like, that's good. Girl's going to be gone. That girl's going to mm -hmm. be gone. Like that, that's never going to work. That's never going to work. So I think for a lot of people, it's actually refreshing, like people in Lauren's shoes where they've been here longer and they finally see like out of all those thousands of girls, like one or two of them succeeded. Yeah. Cool. Like it's, you guys succeeded and you love what you do. It's you know? hard because like you see this revolving door and what like sometimes hurts me when I think about it is people think that my job is so easy. Right. Mm -hmm. Even as a cam girl, they think it's so easy. Mm -hmm. But it's not. And we don't want to see revolving girls because what happens is the revolving door type thing. People get hurt. They don't have the best experience. And it's not like that. And it's stuck you know? with them for life too, what yeah, they've done. It's yeah. A, it's a, it's a, cause being sexual is so open and mm -hmm. you're so, it's kind of like mis touching somebody. Yeah. You know, when you touch somebody, mm -hmm. it's Thanks. a such, <laughs> <laughs> you were there, you were there. I um, it's very intimate. It's right. the, it is, really. the nerve endings that are on the skin being looking at her like it's a very yeah. intimate thing so yeah. when you have like a bad experience and you you're not really mm -hmm. thinking about it as a career right yeah. it can be really yeah. mentally and that's what that growth that i was talking about like that started long before adult i had opportunity to be in the adult industry when i was 18. i lived in like right outside of la i was born and raised in right. southern california Tons of people from my home, my small hometown end up in the industry. Right. I had contacts since I was 18. I had a friend who was in. And like over and over again, they'd be like, oh, you'd be perfect for it. You're this, you're that, blah, blah. And I'm like, um, I don't know. I don't even know who I am. I'm a hot mess here. Yeah. I'm like 18, 19, 20, 21. I'm a hot mess. Like, yeah. So like I started to finally change at age like 21, 22. And I started to have like an epiphany and I re-evaluated my whole life and went through massive crazy changes. And it's all led up to where I am now. And it didn't start before adult, but I started an adult at age 24. And I thank God that I, I made that yeah. wise decision personally for we, me. It, yeah. it, it wouldn't have worked at age 18. And I think that we see <laughs> that a lot, even in industries still related to entertainment, but outside of the adult entertainment industry, like even the music entertainment industry, in general, people yeah. who usually start off a little bit later, like in their mid twenties, when they've had some kind of life experience, there's just usually that foundation that you might not necessarily have when you're 18. Mm. But Scarlett, you're so young <laughs> and you're relatively new to the industry. How I long am. have you been? Well, I've camming? known actually that I've wanted to be a cam girl since I was like 12. Okay. Like very young, I realized that I really love performing. I love my body. I love showing my body yeah. to the world. And I've actually been working and living alone since I was 15. So this is not a so new experience like right. being and working and living but like grab that bottle <laughs> grab that bottle can i get a refill too yeah, <laughs> yeah for sure any more alcohol <laughs> but was it intimidating to like so you've had this dream since you were 12 and yeah just of course natural impulse i to didn't genuinely think that i was going to end up doing it because people in my life told me like oh you can't actually do that that's just a dream like it's not actually gonna happen and i made it happen like i waited until like like past my I wish I could have cammed on my 18th birthday like right. straight up <laughs> yeah. but I ended up camming like a few months after okay. because I waited and I was actually working at a hotel full-time okay. when I started camming 
and I quit my job because I just love this so much. Right. Like it's something I'm so passionate about. So for you, this is like definitely a long-term. Yeah, for sure. There have. is no doubt about it that I'm not going to quit this industry for a very long time. Like this is something that I am passionate about, something I know I want to do. I love entertainment. I love performing. This is something that I'm going to stick with. So right. I, I'm sorry. No, it's okay. I, I, no. I will say this. I have to say this real quick. Actually, I don't know if that will will be the case, but I have to say that I'm really happy to hear it right. because there are a lot. I don't. I don't know your future. Obviously, mm -hmm. I don't know. I don't, I don't know, know my happen. future either. Yeah, we don't know. We don't know. I just but want to do what makes I will me happy. Say this, as long as I will say this. I will say this. Hearing her say all those things, like I've talked to a lot of newbie girls. I've been around a lot of newbie girls, and like most of them aren't that. Like she, she I already can tell just by being around her for the past couple of days. Like she's pretty stubborn and dead set and if if you say one if you say one thing and she and feels a different a way thing. she's like i'm gonna go do that and that's honestly what mm -hmm. me and her have but we've developed right. into this mm -hmm. this newer thing we were, i was just telling her about that she spent two hours trying to get on oh i i, I was trying to i was trying to stream on twitch right and, now, and she I was, was trying like, for like two hours she's like, i'm not giving up and i'm like that's the reason why mm -hmm. but i technically found in this industry <laughs> that long because yep. we don't give up and we we are faced with problems constantly right things that seem possible more like no you're not going to, to overcome me i'm going to move mountains heaven and hell and earth to get it my way right. that's and been that's me for the last two works. months i've like so. rose up above those mountains everything that's been a roadblock in my way i've just overcome and it's so empowering to me it's just like um like i i think it's awesome to hear someone with that much passion and it's so great um i bet i, I in my I, in my mind i still think it should be legal for 21 because look at perfect example um, is Roxy Ray known for extreme anal? She started at 19. Oh boy. <laughs> Guess where she's at now? Not on it. Not, yes. not everybody, not every, I mean, I'm going to say the same thing I've said many, many times that I don't think that, that it should be legal until you're 22. I also have said, I doubt that will ever happen. Right. But if, if I could have it my way, I probably would have already set the law to be 22 personally. So I get where Why 22 above 21. Because honestly, realistically, like in, in the perfect of perfect worlds, I'd say 25 because mm. scientifically speaking, our brains aren't even developed until we're 25. Right. But if I even got remotely close to maybe something that could be realistic, which right. still probably isn't, mm -hmm. would be 22. So, so hearing you say that, do you have this sort of protectiveness that you feel towards yes. the girls in the Absolutely. industry? Absolutely. Well, because you, you relate yes. to it personally. But yeah. I will say this too, as to her sitting here and it's the truth, that it's not always the same. One thing I've learned in life in general, I might be 91%, I mean, I don't know the stats, but I might right. be 90% correct with what I'm saying. Life experience has a way of showing like, this is what's going to happen. A will lead to be, yeah. lead to but there's always, there's always exceptions to right. every rule in Absolutely. my yeah. opinion. Yeah, so, which is why that very, that small percent of whatever it is, I will never sit there and be like, you will, you know, that it, I couldn't, I wouldn't want to set the law in a certain way because I have seen in rare, rare, rare occasions, it does work out for right. a certain girl, it's but just, it's just yeah, a very sure. particular like recipe of things that need to be involved in order to make someone successful and stay healthy and happy and evolve in a right. positive way it's, in entertainment. So for each like, of you, what do you think are some of those important ingredients that kind of, at least in most cases, assure a kind of success? I don't, I think that's different. It's kind of like asking somebody What's your favorite cocktail? Right. And <laughs> everyone has a different cocktail and everyone has a different experience. Mm -hmm. We were just talking about this. I do very rough sex and that's what mm -hmm. I'm known for in my brand. It's something I really like to do. And I, what I like to do on film is I like fear play and I like trying to push my body to a certain extent. That's why I do a lot of kink stuff as well. Um, that is my forte. 
Um, but um, like she's completely different. Like I don't, I don't think completely different, but you know, I'm not. It was funny. We were just going over the fact that I'm not like one of the questions on a questionnaire I just had, and I have it a lot. Is like, how? What are your fetishes, and how kinky are you? And it's like, honestly, like if you look at the kinkiness level, I'm not kinky. Like I'm, I, I am compared to average civilian people. I definitely do more things than most people would sexually, and I enjoy them. I'm definitely have a higher sex drive and I'm, I'm freakier, but I'm also selective. I'm not actually very promiscuous or slutty mm-hmm. as many partners you as I've slut. had, <laughs> as many partners as I've had, right. most of them have been on film for right. a job. So like, if I like so do you someone enough count to that them, as like a sexual partner or um, is it yeah. a different kind I of mean, thing? I mean, I count it cause it's, it's penetration. Yeah. I mean, not always penetration, but it, it's the thing is, having a sexual experience. Wait, so, so many... what was the question again? <laughs> I don't even remember. It was, uh, <laughs> oh yeah, just like those ingredients, like ingredients because, for, yeah. Um, so I was say... talking about, you know, just that, you know, there are certain elements that yeah, for sort sure. of have to be in place. So I would say for mine personally, I would say that like, I don't think about the money when I'm camming, when I'm working, when I'm doing videos, I don't think about the money. I think about what I do to make me happy and what I enjoy doing. Because if you just enjoy doing something, then people will follow you. Mm -hmm. And that's something that I've like really learned over the last year is to like, don't think about the money, just do it because you're happy. Right. Well, I think like um, we were talking a little bit before the show started and Mm -hmm. you mentioned that a lot of your like (laughs) chat rooms, like, Often you're not even doing anything sexual. Yeah. You're just having like a talk basically. So quite um, can often, you talk yeah. about that? Like I think that's really interesting. <laughs> so when I was actually, uh, I thought it was expected to be more sexual as a cam girl, but I slowly learned that a lot of my audience goes there for my company and to just hang out with me. Right. So I've become, my room has become more of a like hangout and kind of just let's hang out and chill. And sometimes sexual things will happen, but it's not all the time. And most of the time, I'll just be fully clothed, like talking to a chat room of two thousand people, and wow. like people are happy with it. So it's pretty popular. Not, you're not popular. Non-nude <laughs> models are. It's it used to be popular, but it's actually has gone. But uh, circle. yeah, it's like that vicious circle. Yeah, right it does full circle all trends too. But I'm not completely non-nude because I love being yeah. naked. Right. Right. Yeah, it's just I've developed a, a base of people that prefer to see me just having fun and just talking. Cause some, and some girls it works for Like, yeah, I like to be sexual on cam. And I try to be sexual as much really as I can. <laughs> drives me, but there's so many girls. Uh, there was one girl named, uh, uh, what was her name? Cleo. And she actually was so successful on Chatterbait that she made her own platform. Oh, wow. And she used to set up and have, uh, she started out using a digital camera through OBS. She was one of the first, models to do that chloe is it chloe yeah chloe knew chloe Chloe. yeah 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 Yeah, she has her own (laughs) yeah she like she was the one that kind of like changed when i was there to see that because she's Mm -hmm. an awesome person i reached out Mm -hmm. to her she's very nice but there's some girls that actually do that like um on mfc there's uh what's the girls at kicks or something she does um anything about yeah that. <laughs> she does like she doesn't she doesn't clueless. do sexual stuff and she doesn't show any parts at all mm-hmm. and she did that as well and um there's a couple there's a couple of them it used to be really popular back in the day because you know back mm-hmm. in the day you didn't have to really it was so new right well also the more and more and more that the internet in general it gets is the more that there's there's access to nudity and sex no matter what sex is involved race is involved and it's becoming more and more saturated everywhere all these right. different niches mm-hmm. i mean you go in the niches are out of this anyone can access it so quickly right yeah i know it's so crazy when you have that it's like 
you can only sit there, you know, not right. nude for so long. I mean, mm -hmm. before, but, but you're totally right about like being able to like, even, even though I don't do cam, mm -hmm. um, there's been experiences like with chat, like the chat star and, um, sex Panther, mm -hmm. um, sexting app type things where it's like, they just want to call you and talk right. to you. It's the same thing. Like they don't they really, just like, want to be acknowledged. They don't even yeah. want to like, they, if you try to talk sexual to some of them, they're like, Oh, I just, I just want to like ask how you're doing and stuff. Yeah, right? kind of but do you think that's tonight. part of like, especially now as, everything becomes increasingly digital and people are, you know, becoming a bit more closed off, kind of staying more at home. Like, do you sense, especially with the interactions that you have with people through your work, that there is a sort of general loneliness right now? Like, is that a trend that I, you're noticing? I don't, I don't think loneliness. I, don't I think people missing out I think on the it's like people, like, we don't all have to agree, by yeah. the way. Wait, yeah. here's my thing. I think that we're doing a great contribution to society because a lot of these people don't have time for relationships or girlfriends or to go and date people. And they come for us for comfort or friendship and stuff. And I, I really do like that because I feel the same way yeah. actually I agree that they're it's not so much loneliness but like sometimes people are just too busy to go just, and have relationships like, I think it's antisocial I think the platforms and the internet is causing uh, social uh skills to evaporate in our society I disagree like, with that actually because like I've made so many real life friends based off of Chatterbait for instance and on many vids I've met people that I've become friends with in like real you life met them in person yeah I have actually like a lot of my like my best friend is someone I met through my room right. like and I, I think that like in a way it connects I see people. both perspectives like I do see both perspectives because uh -huh. I see I think that no, there is sure. I think obviously there's always a possibility of, of uh -huh. interacting doing what you've done. Yeah. But I think like, again, if we ran a stat, I don't have proof of it, but again, yeah, if we sure. ran a stat, <laughs> let's just say like, I see Lauren's point too, because it's like, there is, um, the, but I think it also goes back to what you originally said too. There is a problem with socializing and we're so used to having that sex right at our fingertips and mm -hmm. we don't have to go out and interact or just, just whatever. It's all and it, it leads to yeah. the social media, it YouTube. So also, one more thing is, well, a lot at of the end of the day, the millennials aren't going to agree with us because that's what they've been surrounded. That's actually how they've been raised yeah. is with internet. They've yeah, never sure, known anything else. A lot of people that come into my room, so they come you? into my room to chat with each other actually as well. So my room, people will come to get each other's company. If someone is missing from my room, they ask where they are. Right. Yeah, it's not so much based as me as well because it's right. the people who come into my room. They build friendships with each I other do think and talk I was, offline I was also well. saying that I do think it leads back to, your point was 100% accurate yeah, sure. in my opinion, but it also leads back to the the cause is what you said the effect is loneliness so you right. kind of both were right in that just, sense like well, there are a lot of people of that are like they they go out of the, the, instead of just wanting to watch people have sex they see the all the time the, they want to talk at the end of the know? day like social media is being used as a mass now if it wasn't we wouldn't have cyberbullying we wouldn't have august Ames, who's right. 23 years old that just killed herself because people don't have a filter anymore yeah. and mm -hmm. that's what chatting is it started out back in where you use it as like um kind of like a relief but now I like I literally go on my 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 Twitter and you see all this negativity. Yeah, yeah sure. well, I think totally. the internet is really this like <clears throat> completely double-edged sword that has the power to really unite people. Yeah, and for sure. And you like I've been able to meet people yeah, that I never would have gotten the chance to. But I then at the same like, time, it definitely also has that ability to drive us apart and 
breed hatred. Because and- I was heavily bullied and I was very suicidal and depressed because I had no friends and I was very lonely. And the internet was somewhere I escaped to, to right. have friends and people that I knew I could talk to and vent to my problems about. And that's something why I love camming so much because I still go on there. I talk about my problems. I talk about what's going through my head. Right. And it's something that helps me and because not all the time you can tell in real life people what you're going through. And yeah. that's the difference between I know this is going to sound ways. very like like I would love the cam world and the like porn stars to come together but at the end of the day when I get on cam I'm playing a character right they don't not, know my personal that, they don't know my personal stuff mm-hmm. they don't know um when I got cyberbullied nobody knew about it right because at the end of the day I'm there to help them and I've 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 had Matt, like I have a fan that's known me for five years and right. he's still, I, he's on my, like everything. And, um, when he was going through a difficult time trying to find work, I was there for him. And when I was trying to move to LA, he was there for me. And like some things I don't filter out, right. but some things I do because at the end of the day, my, my performance, my, perf- my, my persona yeah. is an alter ego. Right. It's not truly who I am. Mm-hmm. Like I don't go and have sex with somebody and say blah, 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 blah. And I open up my, my holes to the camera because right. there is no camera. Instead, like I'll just enjoy the person. Right. Stuff like that. There's so I'm well, the complete really opposite to that yeah. as well, because I, I tell everyone what's going through in my life. Right. And this is why people I think come to me as well, because I'm relatable and they understand that there's somebody that has real life problems and they can listen to it. And a lot of people actually, I think, do like hearing when I talk about. Well, then, my life, would you so. say that? But it's not a good thing on all. Is, uh, the, would you say then that because we're supposed to be a fantasy? If you're telling them your problems, it doesn't have and to that, be a fantasy for everyone. Cam girls want to be a, a genuine person. It doesn't have to be a fantasy though, because I go on there and yeah. I am who I am. I don't play a fantasy, right. and it's fine that you do. I, I respect that because it does help, and mm-hmm. it's fun to play a character as well, like to accentuate who you are and to feel sexy but i like being who i am yeah even well, all my flaws well, as well at the end of the day lauren like lauren phillips is who i am because an yeah, alter ego sure. is someone that i create mm-hmm. that yeah. is a part there's of me a, that i won't be in society there. Yeah, yeah for sure, for sure. i think that like everybody's different too again it goes back to everyone has different paths walks of life yeah, everybody sure. also has different emotions different personalities so that's going to always affect which decision we make it that is best for us and what's best for me not, might not be best for yeah. you, yeah, or you. Sure. and and that's just the fact of the matter so like they're on a level again on a scale if you're going from one to a hundred there are girls all the way in between mm-hmm. on the scale of saying exactly. like this is more me or this is more fantasy right. or or this is somewhere in the middle and this is where i'm at in the middle you it might comes down to doing what you feel most comfortable i can doing. relate exactly. to yeah. i can literally relate to both of what they're saying yeah, like i literally am more towards i definitely started out more in that level mm-hmm. and i still am on the level of i believe in to some extent giving a, a real vibe of who right. i am right but i also have alex lavelle the fantasy but the alex lavelle the fantasy i've met girls not lauren specifically but i've met girls that um are full-blown like it's an alter ego like nothing about that person right. is me. right this yeah. is me that's not me i have to shut myself down to be that person right. and they'll they'll have I'm, you use their real name off stage like if you're right. not on set you don't use their stage name. Right. You use their real name. That's right. just not me, though. I don't feel like it's. I don't feel like it's gonna be like. I don't feel like to me like I don't feel like a problem with the world even knowing my real name because mm-hmm. I'd like to one day do granny porn. Like that's how committed I am <laughs> to my industry. <laughs> like I literally want to be in this industry till I die, even if it stops making me money somehow or not enough money to right. survive. I'll already We're not invest that vibe out places. there. My so point is, is it's always going to be in some way or another a right. part of my life, even if I have to invest money in other places to survive. Mm-hmm. 
you will see me or hear about me in some type of way being involved in some type of way. Always. Something that contributed to my being depressed was that on social media, a lot of people present themselves as being like perfect, having no right. issues. Yes. And it's very depressing when you see people that are just like, oh, my life is perfect, going out for lattes, doing this. Yeah. And then you see your own life and you're kind of sad about it. And this is why I think a lot of people are attracted to me because I do say like, hey, I'm having a bad day today. And then right. people are like, okay, you're a human. Like, it's just, I just think there's a fine balance. It's, I just it's think nice there's always a balance. It's refreshing. I do like watching sometimes people like, that have these pretty lives because it's nice to see, but not all of the time when all of social media is surrounded yeah. by it. Because well, it's also largely yeah. a performance too. Yeah, yeah for people sure. People who are always consistently, like no one's life is lived in the same color scheme day yeah, to day. Nobody. Yeah, nobody. And, like, and I, you know, I'll put when I'm sad and mm -hmm. stuff like that, I post that, like if I'm sick and stuff mm -hmm. like that. It's just nowadays you kind of have to just be careful. Yeah, like, yeah. you know, you had somebody that posted her body, her choice, you know, and now she's not here with us because she had a bad day and she posted on Twitter. That's, sad. That's why I just, yeah, I agree. And I do agree with Lauren on that part. That's mm -hmm. why I'm saying like, I do, I see, I see both perspectives, especially after being in as long as I have now, it's like you're, there's a fine balance of doing exactly what she's saying right. and being, being real to an extent. I mean, and not every girl has to do that again. Every girl's different. It's their opinion. If they don't, mm -hmm. if they're happy and healthy doing it the way they're doing it, yeah. more power to mm -hmm. them. But for me and for what I see being, having been consistently most healthy in my experience is women who have some type of a balance where they're not completely cold and detached and just their performer persona, yeah, but they're also, yeah. and Lauren is very much so balanced in my opinion, yeah. not, not on I, the same level as me. We're at different points, but we both have a oh, balance. I feel you on the same level. Oh, you'll film me. <laughs> She'll film me off then, camera. So that's how you know. But Alex, you have you mentioned real. that you haven't done like a lot of camming yet, but is that something that you're getting? Oh, into? honey, I have never done cam. I've never done, done it. Too? Technically, technically, I have done live cam shows okay. that my agent booked me for and I got a rate for. So it wasn't right. like, I mean, it was live camera and in the beginning, I this is the reason why I'm super bad. Um, see, this is where I'm going to get a little bit more personal. Yeah. It's okay. Uh, especially because I'm, I'm comfortable with it now, but I have a severe anxiety disorder. So um, I went through things as a, as a younger kid and um, I had some PTSD and it created an anxiety disorder in me. So I'm, I've come miles away from how I was when I first, like was a young adult and I was trying to struggle to, to, to fix it. Right. And um, now it's like really cool because yeah, I 100% lost what I was saying. That really um, just happened. Well, you were talking about um, camming. Wow. Okay, camming. Okay, camming. Sorry. And the, camming. The, the, just the anxiety. Okay, yeah. so the anxiety of it was very like, I couldn't, like, I, I just couldn't even do live. Like, I couldn't do Instagram live. I couldn't do right. Snapchat. I could not do any of these little basic things that all these girls were doing around me to make money that was honestly easier to them than going a full day on set and performing. Right. To me, I was like, I love, I, I'll choose every day of the week to go on set. Not now, I'm comfortable now, but it took me a good year and a half, almost two years. And it took me literally being forced into, not forced in, I don't wanna say forced, yeah. but my agent booking me right. for live webcam shows. And I didn't, she, she wasn't thinking, she didn't know that I'm gonna be afraid to do a live webcam show. Why would I be? I've right. already had lots of sex on camera many yeah. times. Yeah, what's the difference? The difference is the in my brain, yes, the, in my, in my brain, like, the way that I felt was very yeah. like, okay, if I'm on a camera on set, they can go, they are gonna go through and edit it all. No one is seeing mm -hmm. me do this mm -hmm. other than the people right here on set with right. me. And even that was nerve wracking at first, but I got over those couple people. Mm -hmm. Now, 
if the whole world is seeing me live, yeah. like exactly. I can't, I can't, if I say something stupid, if I just do what I just did right now, which I don't care now, I thought it was funny now, <laughs> but in the beginning, like if I had done something like that in the beginning and I was on a podcast, I would have already had such a level of anxiety Right. that, and maybe that's why I absolutely love podcasts Is that related now, to like and- a kind of, like, would you, and this is for each of you as well, but is there a sort of like perfectionism in you? Yeah, that, like, absolutely. Sets yeah. This, absolutely. Sets this bar so high. <laughs> Remember like, how I said I was a dog with a bone? <laughs> This yeah. is why I prefer being live, though, because when I'm editing a video, sometimes I'm such a perfectionist. I have to turn my brain off because I'm like, you look stupid. Your hair is right. in a weird place. You can't put this on the Internet. Your hair is like going like that. Right. Like, and it drives me crazy sometimes. So. But that goes back to the anxiety disorder, yeah. too, is that it's, it's very like, well, I don't it's not that way for them, obviously. But for me, it's like it was so extreme. It was it, like I was diagnosed with the disorder of it because it was so extreme. I couldn't even leave the house for like three years. Like right. I was I, I couldn't function in the world, right. like to the worst extent you could imagine. That's how it was. And now it's amazing to me. I can talk about it because this is I've so overcome inspiring. It. Yeah, I'm 27 amazing. years old. That was at 18, 19 and 20 years old. I was I could I didn't have a bank account. I didn't have uh, ever have a real job. I still don't drive cars because that's the only anxiety factor that I'm like, the risk of right. getting over it is just not yeah. worth it to yeah. me, you know? Like, I'd rather just not drive my whole life. Yeah, that's okay. That's fine. Yeah. I don't you know? have my license. Everything yeah. else, I everything else I'm like, I go to the store on my own now. I go to the bank you on my own. I have, I have a license. That's okay. amazing. Oh, man. He that's has so have a license. Inspiring. So all of us don't have license except you. You can no. drive us everywhere. No, I can't. No, I can't. But I still don't like to camp. You still don't like to camp. No, it's not the life factor anymore, though. Right. I think it's. I've talked to a lot of porn stars, and a lot of porn stars, if you start out on porn, they really don't like live cam because um like i said e- each of it has like its different own mentality. different and difficulty mm-hmm. so like with being on cam you run the show right and a lot of them unless they, they all they want to do is more like maybe penetrate yourself you want to come you know it's you know we mm-hmm. all want to come um <laughs> it's it's i like the act of sex more yeah than yeah i like some, some people thing, don't really, like the, yeah, i don't I even have a lot coming. of orgasms on set actually some people don't like to have that whole like oh i have to be in charge of something they want to go and just be on set and be there be pretty and give a really good scene mine is yeah. less of being in charge though honestly my issue with it is i am it's kind of like the same as like stripper mental. i actually give props mm-hmm. and credit to cam girls and strippers because the fact of the matter is is that you are getting done up you're spending your hair you're spending time and effort and energy and money on your hair and makeup to go sit in a bed with the door shut in your room this is majority of the time you know especially in the beginning yeah. when you're building your right. fan base mm-hmm. and you're doing that sometimes for hours and you're bored out of your mind it's very you have to be very patient and wait for those those people to build up that fan right. base mm-hmm. that's the part that like if i could just go from like here i am to having a fan base i love being mm-hmm. on live camera i love right. podcasts i love interviews youtube videos i just it's the fact of that that tedious part and i'm a very like high energy right. person i want to be out yeah. and about doing you multiple things on. you know yeah. so so scarlet how has that been for you like again because it's basically been about a year roughly that you've mm-hmm. been camming officially mm-hmm. um so in terms of like what um alex is describing that like patience and building the audience what has that process been like for you the first few days you cam it's crazy you have so many viewers because you have the new tag next to your name and then after that goes away you just have like no viewers and you have to work and some days it was very slow where i've just had like days where i'm almost crying because it's like what am i doing wrong that i have like 100 viewers and i'm not getting any money and like i'm not having fun doing this but i just keep pushing through and no matter what like every time i push through it's always ended nicely where i've had bone in the end like i i've never 
sometimes I've given up, but for the most part, when I don't give up, it's when I have my best days. Right. When I push awesome. through. And really yeah. That's really cool. No, um, for sure. A lot of girls, they'll see that they're not said, mad viewers. props, mad props. Yeah. Because, like, and even in my first day of camming. It's such a hustle. And like, don't get me wrong. I'm a hustler, but I'm a hustler when it involves like larger amounts of money. Yeah, I'm, you right. have to hustle. I'm like lazy. So like, that's the honest truth. Like people don't, people have come and I say I'm lazy. They're like, what do you mean you're lazy? You're one of the most, you're doing tons of right. stuff all the time. But mentally, I'm the least lazy person. Like I said, I'll move sure. mountains and stuff to get things done. Physically, physically speaking, I don't want to do. I, I work smart, yeah. not hard. Like right. I'd yeah. rather do that. I don't. It's I don't. So funny that you do. So that's where the like, enjoyment yeah, I was really say, comes. My first day camming, I had ten viewers in the first two hours, and I was sitting there like, "What am I doing wrong? Am right. I not pretty?" And I was insecure because my boobs are small. Yeah. And then it just suddenly spiked to six thousand viewers, and I, I just like I haven't looked back ever since. Like I just love it. It was like flooded with positive comments about my boobs and everything, and I, I like my body image has never been better in my life because of camming. That's amazing. Yeah, it's crazy. No, it's like the one thing that I want to ask too, because I know that having spoken to so many amazing cam girls over the last couple of months doing the podcast, there's like an Scarlett, um, you like really embody that idea of like, you know, these like five hour conversations and that interaction where you're really sharing who you are and the people watching you are sharing who they are as well. And there's that sort of like constant connection and constant dialogue mm -hmm. that's happening between the cam girl and the audience. It also goes on to like Snapchat and all these other platforms. Yeah, it develops constantly. into real relationships though, because these are people that come to my room every single day without right. skipping a day. And if they're not there, I'm wondering where they are. Right. It's it's very a unique, interesting thing to me that you have just the same people coming back right. every single day and I expect them to be there. But I'm for saying, you, Alex, like it makes me doing enjoy porn it. mostly do you also have that like, I do. daily fan Actually, interaction? Oh my gosh, I do. Actually, I don't call them fans, by the way. I, I, that I, word I, is very derogatory right, to right. me. <laughs> what's funny about it too is that like, what's so funny about it is that actually I've been told by multiple people who like are in camp. I've had people wanting me so badly to do cam because again, I'm, I'm good at podcasts, right. interviews, all these. I'm so good at it. I could talk forever. Love it. <laughs> but the problem is, is that like, again, I can't, that's, that's that section of time that you are struggling that I can't deal with that tediousness of it. So like, for instance, on Instagram, like Instagram Live, because I built my fan base already up when it's big enough to where I can go on Instagram Live, be bored, not say very much, be looking kind of funky, and like there's thousands. <laughs> See, I of people, can't do that. Like there's thousands of people. No, just you can't around, do it, or you don't want to. Do it. I can't do that on Instagram. Mm, I have to be. I have to have like what I'm going to talk about. I have to be all. See, I'm not. It's weird. Like, 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 and camming? then I just find things to talk about, which is again why I love doing things like that. Right. Camming is so easy for me, but like Periscope, Instagram Live, all of those make me so uncomfortable, and I don't know why. Because it's still live. Yeah. Just for my phone. Yeah. No, I get really yeah, uncomfortable. I, I, from I'd it. rather cam. Huh. Yeah, I'd rather cam than yeah. like do Periscope. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's really and and when Periscope came it's out, kind of I can't the same reason why. I mean, it's just a bigger screen. Yeah, it's a bigger screen. Except they're not paying for it either yeah, okay well that's the thing yeah. that's a big difference i don't know about you all but i just feel there's insecure. already free porn out there it's called yeah. Pornhub. <laughs> i'm not doing nothing porn on instagram i'll be getting my, my shit locked down like, i'll be like uh i don't have an instagram anymore guys no i go where did alex like, go where did alex go <laughs> i just like that's i get that's where the factor comes in of what she's talking about though it, it's like a balancing act again it's like if i go on instagram live for a little bit and I'm just interacting. It's not. It's not torturous for me. Right. I'm not. I love talking and interacting with my fans, and like I love a lot of my fans, and they really like me. So like I can have conversations with them or laugh or do something, you know. And I know that a little bit of that time dedicated every time is not a job for me, and it's making my fan base grow. Right. The thing Honestly, about Lauren is that Lauren's already like 
she's she's been doing this. She's right. got a substantial fan base, and so oh, it's very, less very like, like for you. Does base. it reach a personal level where to some extent there's yes. like real Maybe friendships that as, are emerging? And, yes, okay. yes, to some extent yes. And it depends on like it depends on a lot of factors. Like it's really rare that I could get that close to just call them a friend. Right. I mean, really rare, but like do I make interactions on social media with certain fans or have I that have been a little bit more personal or connected? Absolutely. Yeah. And I think to some extent, like, and I've been known for this actually, actually being a little bit more, at least if you ask other performers and in industry people where I'm a little bit more connected and a little bit more open, not always as easily accessible anymore. Right. Like I don't necessarily, that's why I said I'm selective over it. I think but, that's, a good, that's a good word. Like that, that's sort of what I was getting at. And that that's where I feel like that like balance comes having in. Access to and in the beginning, you're always going to be a lot more accessible because you're new. Yeah. You're doing anything you can to build that fan base. And you have to, you have to be, you, you have, have to, to be super accessible in the beginning. What are you like, gonna make, how are you going to stand out? Yeah. yeah. There's so many girls in this industry now. Like, I can't even keep track of them now. Right. It's so hard. So it's um, just, you it's, have to yeah. be unique. You have to you figure do. out what you're And that's uh, really worked for me. And it is a niche in a way. It is a mm -hmm. niche that if, if I can have mm -hmm. so many fans and so many industry people sitting there saying, wow, you're, you're really like getting to these people and you're connecting them. They can see my personality shining through it. That is a very unique thing. Not there are other girls who do it, of course, mm -hmm. but for me, I've noticed it is a unique part of my brand yeah. and, but I still have a balancing act. Like there are certain things that I just don't think that the world needs to know about me. <laughs> and, and I totally hope they fair. never do. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, totally there's a balancing act. Yeah. yeah. Like my fans don't know really where I'm from. No one knows where I'm really from. That's personal. No Ooh, one's going to know where yeah. I went to high school. Truth no one's going <laughs> to know my name. I know. Like, everybody should know where yeah. anyone yeah. is going to know exactly <laughs> in Jersey where I'm at. Right. Um, no one, like I, I'm honest when it comes to, I went to Rutgers University, I, you know, in New Brunswick, New Jersey, like stuff like that, like that I'm, I'm proud of. Yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. But I don't, there's, there's people out there that like, um, that will try to search like how, what yeah, high school you went to. You should never give too much personal yeah. information away. Like, like, yeah. Stuff like that. Cause sometimes they like try to like get in your life a little too much. Right. And it's and like, that's, yeah. I think there's also Don't the factor that. of like there's <laughs> also the factor of like what is the specific topic that you're trying to hide because for me like not trying to hide but not trying to put right. it out there. So for me it's like it really depends on what the situation is. Right now I just talked about my struggles when I was younger. Yeah. Totally comfortable, confident, no fear, no fucks given. Right. If anyone wants to judge me, I will laugh them off and walk away. It phases me none because yeah. I've already succeeded and in that. Exactly. And see, I'm completely so, different. Like no one knows about my childhood. No one's going to know about my childhood and no one's going to know about, um, unless like, like the cyberbullying, which happened while I was in the industry. Yeah. But, um, so I, one thing when I got in this industry is that I promised my family that I would keep it private. Right. Um, that's why I actually uh, changed my, oh, I guess it'd be my maiden name to oh, wow. Lauren Phillips now. Okay. Really? Yeah. Oh, wow. She so, did. It was really cool. Um, that's awesome. Like, that's awesome. <laughs> so um, I think I'm like, I, I feel like I connect with people to like, you do. To no, point. you totally yeah. do. So like I, that's I, I said, just, she's balanced. It's I just, in my mind. When did you tell um, your family that you were? A I didn't tell my family. My, they don't know. No, they know, but they oh. didn't hear it from me. Right. Uh, <laughs> okay, gotcha. So. But um, like stuff like that. Um, at the end, of, at the end of the day, like I know it happened to me, and I've, I've I had a very rough childhood. Mm -hmm. But in, at the end of the day, I'm here. 
yeah. for a reason. And I don't want to focus on that. I, I want to yeah, focus at, on at a certain point. To focus, a certain extent, I agree. Yeah. 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 Like, I mean, obviously I'm not going to sit here and be like, Oh, poor me, depressed me, this and that happened. But if I'm to some extent, I, of course I didn't give you guys details about everything, but, yeah. but all I'm exactly. And that's my point. But, like, that but I can say like, I went through this hardship Yeah. and the, yeah. and the reason why I'm bringing it up is because I can say now that I overcame it. Yeah. Exactly. And it helped that's you get whole, here. Yeah. That's a it was, whole different thing than being like, I'm currently extent, going through something yeah. that's different. Like, I do think to some extent it's important, especially now, because like Scarlett, as you mentioned earlier, you know, everyone, you know, even people who aren't in a sort of entertainment industry are in a way, and I'm, the term mm. is exaggerated, but public figures to a certain extent. Yeah, Everyone is sort of living public <laughs> lives yeah. and sharing things. And often, again, it's people cultivating what they share and projecting this image that isn't Absolutely. real. And then we do get that feeling that, oh, my God, everyone else's lives are perfect and have always been perfect. Mm -hmm. And what's wrong with me? And I think in these moments, even just saying, without even getting into details, but just saying, I've been through shit mm -hmm. and I've come through the other side. That's enough. It, it just is. lets people know that we're all. I think day, a lot of us have I gone like, through shit too, though, because yeah. it takes a lot of like, like being a hard person to do adult yeah, work. I just general. don't. Um, I don't want to be one of those performers that, oh, because you had a rough life, that's why she yeah, had the industry. I don't want that. that. I don't want that on my brand. I don't want that on my name. But um. I, you know, we all we all go we through all some do. stuff. Yeah. And at the end of the day, in 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 when I was younger, that's one thing I found out: no one is perfect. No, and I see it all the time. Yeah. You see it on social media. You see it, and it's just at the end of the day, what makes someone special isn't about being perfect. Mm -hmm. It's about being who you are as a person, and accepting what is around us and yeah. not judging people because we don't want people to judge us. Exactly. Totally. That's perfect. I think yeah, that ties up everything. And I feel like <laughs> we've like circled back to like where we started Valentine's this day of self-love and acknowledgement and exactly. respect. You can't and love yourself. Who the hell is going to. Exactly. RuPaul. <laughs> yes, right. um, so we have to wrap up. We have only two minutes left, which is crazy. So just very quickly, um, how about you each just sort of like plug whatever you want to plug or say whatever you want to say, just quickly wrap it up. All right. Well, um, I would like to like thank everybody. And then um, you can check out my stuff at laurenphillips.com or my blog, laurenphillsup.com or all my social media is the same, which is laurenphillsup, F-I-L-L-S-U-P, because I love to be filled up. Amazing. Scarlett? Yes. Uh, you can go to my Manny vids. There's actually a sale until midnight tonight for 50% off of all my videos. Oh, my videos. God. Yeah, get go on and, it, people. Yeah, you go and get on it. It's a good sale. I don't do many sales. Um, also, go to my website, scarlettlevu.com. Yeah. Um, and you can find me, Alex Lavelle, on all my social media is X, Alex Lavelle X, and it's Alex spelled with an I. And also, I'm competing right now for Miss Jet Set Magazine. Ooh, and if you all could go yes. vote for me winner, winner. at least one time, it's free, a uh, dollar for the next vo uh, votes, and it all goes towards a really good charity for uh, children with cancer. Um, so I would really appreciate that. Thank Amazing. You. So everyone get on there and vote for Alex. We need <laughs> her to win. We want her Go to, to win. my social media. You'll Thank see the you links. so much for this. This has been oh, fun. Yeah. This has been amazing. Thank Intense, you though. so much for sharing all of your experiences with us so openly and candidly. Again, this is our last episode for the season. So wow. just a big shout out to all of the incredible guests that we've had this season. It's been such an incredible experience and so eye-opening and illuminating. And thank you to many bits for making this happen. And even though this is the end of season one, subscribe still, leave us those ratings and we will see you soon. We That's love you. Right. Thank Happy you. Valentine's. Happy Valentine's yeah. Day. <laughs> Bye. Yeah.